Hello, who are you and what do you do? What's up? I'm Montana and I'm a musician and artist. I used to be antisocial. That was the old me. But now I'm feeling social. And I think we should meet. I used to be a local. Young in the run in the streets. But now I'm trying to be a mobile. Before I DIE. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, world? It's Brendan Avery. I'm here with Montana. How you doing today, man? Doing pretty well. How about you? I'm okay. You know, as always, I say the weather's pretty weird, which it is. And um, yeah. but you know, we're making it, making misty it happen. Misty morning, misty morning. Yeah. So, um, you're a musician. Yes. Right. Um, tell me about yourself. When did you get started? Well, I started playing saxophone in fourth grade, but that didn't last very long. And I got a guitar in seventh grade, and then I really started playing around. My senior year in high school, when I was like 18. Okay, so what inspired you to play the sax? Like, you, you didn't like it? What, um, I think it was just like my music teacher at the time, Mr. Florian. Oh, okay, because it was like dude. one of those schools yeah, like where school you had thing. to do it. Like, it was like, was like either no, sax or the flute, right? It was like you could leave like third period early if you played an instrument. And I was like, yo, I'm trying to fucking leave. <laughs> yeah. I know when I was in, was at grade school, right? Yeah. Uh, it was like either the sax or the flute. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it was, do they still do that? Do you think they still do that? I hope like so. Do they force kids to still play, um, play um, instruments? I don't think they should force kids to play instruments, but I think, I was talking to Martin, I was like, how is music not the only thing taught the kids? Well, not the only thing, but it's just music is life, and it's like picking up on the vibrations around you. I think in the beginning it's because it does seem it does seem forced because yeah, it doesn't give you like it doesn't give you like you don't get a choice for guitar you don't get a choice yeah, for piano. You're talking about like how in how in kindergarten and stuff they give you like the worst instruments to play. Yeah. Like why don't you just give kids the drums? Like everybody knows the drums. Like. Yeah, I can just beat and then you can feel it throughout yeah. within. You know. Yeah. Okay, so um, now you are in a band. Yes. When you first started your music, taking taking it seriously, mm. was the band the choice or were you solo? No. So pushing Tiger Lilies didn't come along until after we actually had met. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because it was like something I was like, yo, I got these shows and I know I want to be a live performer and all my favorite live performers perform with bands. Yeah. So, so I was actually making music by myself um, under like Snowy Montana. Snowy Montana. Yep. And that name came from like a dream. That's really weird. Tell me about it. I don't know. I just woke up one morning and I don't even remember the dream. I just remember like Snowy Montana. I was trying to figure out like what I should title my music name, I guess, at the time. What well, fit. But then out yeah. of the blue, I'm trying to tag Snowy Montana. Yeah. I cannot find Can't him find anywhere. Him. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? And then I see like Montana with like underscore dot yeah, underscore yeah, dot yeah. underscore dot. I'm well, like, I changed the Snowy Montana page to the Pushing Tiger Lilies page. Cause okay. I was like, yo, smart like, marketing. I just want, well, not even for marketing. I just really believe in what we're doing. So I was like, so who put together the band? Well, I came to my friend Martin. It was like, I was originally it was like I came to JC who you had on the podcast already. JC's in, JC's in the band. JC like JC comes and sits in with us. Like JC's our friend. Like we just jam with JC all the time. He's like, amazing. JC's way better than us. Like I think that's just <laughs> the thing is like JC is like he's like Juilliard. He can come and sit in. He's just like waiting for us to be ready. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. He he. You know the school Juilliard in New York. Yeah. He's yeah. like a, he's like that's what he reminds yeah, me he of. Him and his brother are really yeah, good. And Javis too. Yeah. Javis yeah. is incredible too. Definitely. They inspire me. It's just amazing that, like, 
I look up to these musicians that are younger than me on some real shit. Yeah. I mean, well, I look up to everyone who is younger than me. Yeah, I'm true, really old. True, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so um so you started pushing Tiger Lilies this year. What are your yeah. what are your goals for the band? Ooh, so really we want to be a festival band. Okay. We want to be playing festivals. I know festivals aren't really going on right now, but we want to be like a live performance festival band. We want to have like a big band. That's why, you know, Jason Jav, like it would be an honor if they would come and play with us. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, um, we just want to get people dancing. Like I feel like people have been inside and not moving around a bunch, and we just want people to be moving around. Okay. So, like, are you going to – I know you guys have a bus, right? That's yeah, Martin's bus. Martin's bus, bus yeah. Which is a super cool bus. Yeah. Tell me about the bus that Martin have. So, and we're going to have to get – also, just I'm going to put it into um, the universe that Martin, you're coming up on the podcast. Yeah, so if you Martin hear this, and Race, I don't know who that is, but Race is definitely. the other dude in the band, man. Race is the best. You know, I only know who you introduced me to. No, you know Race. You know Race. Race is our leader, dude. Race is the man. I'll leave my face. Okay. Well, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get them on because we want to talk about the bus. Yeah, no. So tell me about awesome. the bus. So the bus, um, Martin got the bus years ago, and it, it didn't even seem like it was gonna ever be moving. Um, but we use it to record everything. We have like a live studio in there, and then this past week, actually. We got the bus like really up and running like a month ago and we went to the most wooded area in pennsylvania we could find like the densest woods where was it oh, it was like four or five hours away like the bus that wasn't driving the bus that, bus that was not driving we like made it four hours made it four hours like in the woods no cell service service and uh we pulled off the exit and it says no service. Like, there's nothing. See, that would have scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it was scary. We had everything we needed, and we just knew, like, we're like, okay, we need to be somewhere where we can just completely put ourselves in our environment and really just practice music. Because the problem is, is, like, if we're practicing somewhere, usually we're going to get, like, a noise complaint or, like, we can't play until, like, you know, 3, 4 in the morning. Yeah. So like, we were like, we need to really put ourselves in our craft and, like, just completely and like indulge in the music you know and just really be present in the music so you guys play until like three or four in the morning yeah that's insane yeah because we usually like our jam sessions can be like five six hours seven hours at a time yeah like just straight through um usually we'll take a break to like eat or like smoke weed or something but wow yeah so wait you can play how many guys is was it four of you right now there's three of us right three now. three of you and you guys pull up in your bus yeah. To the wooded area yeah. and play for seven hours straight. Yeah, well, we have 20 songs that we're working on, so we're just trying to perfect the 20 songs. But also, we like to jam a lot, so we just, we'll be like, oh, pick a key, and then we'll just play in that key for like 20 I minutes. love that about that, that you guys do, that you do that. Like, I've yeah. witnessed that, like, I, that's why I wish I can play an instrument, because it's like, yeah. you guys play off like each other each sometimes. Other, yeah. yeah, and you'll pick the key. It's like, guys, oh, when it somebody flows. starts playing something that sounds cool, it's just like, oh, we'll start playing over it. It's just like how people make beats. That's why I really want, like, to, this is like this right here is me reaching out to everybody in the valley and saying like come play with us we want you on the mic like on some real shit like I feel like there's this disconnect in the valley between all the artists and I just want there to be like a unified movement forward it's funny you art. say that why do you feel that there is a disconnect with creatives in the valley um I don't know I think it's I think it's like an east coast like mentality for real, like I don't know. I think East North, East North, like as the South. Everybody's I don't think it's like, like that. yo, like everybody's got like it's just a survival thing. Everybody wants to be the best. Everybody needs to survive. Like, and I think people don't recognize and I'm each other. I'm beating like beginning to recognize that like 
we need to really be helping each other. We can put the whole valley on, like, on some real shit. We could really put the whole valley on. I don't know this many creative people in one area. I've been in a few places. I've been in three places, too, and I've never met this many creative people in one area who yeah. don't even know that Nobody they're creative. Nobody knows each other. So, yeah. Nobody knows each insane? other. It's like, I want there to be, like, you know, that's what you know we're doing here. It's like creating a link between everybody to be yeah. like, Let's, let's do something for the, the community. Okay, so one of your goals for Push and Tiger Lose is to have other artists come collaborate and, and play with you guys when you guys are on yeah, tour. So do you guys want to take the bus like through the U.S., pull well, up in random spots and have festivals? We're trying to figure out what to do with the bus. I think we, we can do that. I don't know if the world's really ready for that right now. Not today. COVID, yeah, so, so I think the goal would to be able to be like a self-sufficient band you know, and like playing shows around here first. Uh, so th also, this is me reaching out to anybody that has venues and wants us to play for them. You know, um, it's pretty tough now, though. Yeah, unless it's outside. Yeah, that's well, what we're opening back up. We will up, play though. outside. We will yeah. play outside. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> shoeless too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna throw it out there. I thought of this great idea yesterday. Mm. So every day, I'll take a walk or I'll ride a bike for about an hour. Awesome. Um, around here. Mm. It's not really healthy. It's just trying to make me feel healthy because I'm unhealthy. Um, but everyone has a start and it gives me inspiration, inspiration. So yesterday I was, um, invited to watch, uh, is it, I can't say the name, uh, cause I, I don't, I don't want to chop it up, yeah. um, to listen to them play. I was filming, um, a, a ad yesterday morning and these, one, two of the models, they play in a band, okay. which is crazy how the universe works, right? Well, like yeah. this is what we're about. We we're connect, we're connected. Yeah, let's link so up, like, like, you know, we play, um, we, we're going to be playing downtown, um, at the, Vegan Fest or Veggie Fest? Oh, let's go. Veggie Fest, Fest, right? Swing Shout by. And I'm like, you know vegans. what? I got a few. I'll, I'll come by a swing. I saw them and they were amazing, right? Um, but then I said, the social tour is now going to, I'm going to, I'm saying it. It's, uh, when is this, Aaron? I don't know. Anyway, the social tour is now going to have a live event outside there. Oh, shit. I'm not going to say where because I don't want to um, mess it up. Yeah, well, uh, I, you, <laughs> I know I'm pointing, I'm pointing at it, and you're like, <laughs> it's like um, but it was like every time I get like inspiration, it hits me like um, like that's a raven or or um, Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron, you know what I'm saying, like brain blast. And um, I thought it would be super awesome because I'm like, you know, how are we gonna deal with COVID right now? How can we still get these type of things yeah. done, like other than the virtual, um, this is what people need virtual right? event? How do we get outside and, and get these bands? But creating a live set, but it takes the people to want to do it. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, like we spoke of earlier, uh, you know, what we were talking about, some people just don't for some odd reason, and then they look back and they regret it. Yeah. Um, speaking of regrets, do you have any regrets? Oh, wow, that was a deep-ass fucking question <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, I try to live without regrets because I feel like I'm always moving forward. And, you know, things make me sad, but... Um, I'm just really trying to be present in my life. Oh, okay. What yeah. do you mean by being present? Because you're real, you're real deep. When we have conversations off the air, it's like yeah. you take me to these places. Well, I think, I think the presence the only thing that really exists. So uh, I can try to live in the past, and I feel like if I live in the the past, I'd be depressed, and I live in the future, I'd be anxious. So I need to be present. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so ha I'm sure you've dealt with depression in the past, right? Yeah, that's How? like the basis of Snowy Montana, actually. Wow, tell me about so, it. So Snowy Montana, I wrote this song called Things My Mom Would Say, and it's a song about suicide prevention. Basically okay. being like, um, uh, 
Like, I didn't kill myself today. I'm going to be okay. Tomorrow starts another day. Wow. And things my mom would say. What yeah. were some of the things your mom would say? Just, just to be supportive. Like, I think everybody um, could use, like, a supportive motherly figure. Yeah. Um, and I think that's almost what society's lacking. So... So that's the basis of Snowy Montana, and actually, that's like my only popular song on the internet. Wow! So that song's pushing like almost a hundred thousand plays. It's like that's amazing because you you know that because it um it touches people. People yeah. need to, people need a, a place where they music. What does what does music do? It takes us to places. Yeah. You know, you ever feeling sad and you play sad songs to be sad. Yeah. You know, but it's funny because it's like uh, with pushing Tiger Lilies right now. There's like a real understanding of that people knew me by that or people on the internet at least knew me by that not in the area so i want to i feel like i owe people um to to like more positive music and that's yeah. i think what we're working on like mu music that makes people move and, and makes people happy because it makes us very happy okay and i think just i'm very grateful for that time period of my life but it's very hurtful i mean we just lost our friend jake to suicide like a month ago mm -hmm. And that's been a real inspiration for this project. And that was really tough for us. And that was something that we were healing through out in the woods, you know, playing music together. Yeah. Saying, we're so grateful for our friends. And, and that's why I'm, I'm tired of the Valley being so disconnected. Because people are really sad. Like, people yeah. aren't doing well. And we just need to start reaching out to each other more. Exactly. You know, one of the, um, the things that people um, need to understand that we do need to reach out to another person. Yeah. Because... For some reason, we're all dealing with the same thing, yeah. you know? And because I know that, um, I know one thing that I do personally is I reach to people I, I spoke to, like yourself um, and everyone else, because um, one of my best buddies now, I'm a very, I'm, I'm a worker and I'm always kind of self-sufficient, right? Mm -hmm. But, and when you're, how can I explain this? Most people that call me only call me for them want to want something. Yeah. And that's like the norm. So I have this pet peeve with ignoring people. So I always pick <laughs> up the phone. I always text back right away. It's, yeah. it's, it kind of became bad on my part yeah, you're because I don't like, yourself. yeah, I don't like um, to be ignored. So I don't ignore anyone else. Mm -hmm. Right. But what I've learned uh, growing is that um, some people, they just want things. But one of my buddies, his name is Z's. He's a, he's an artist too. Every time he calls me, yeah. he's just checking up on me. It's amazing. So I, I give, I've given this to him that I've learned from him yeah. over the course of the last 10 or so years, plus mm -hmm. we've been friends for a very long time, that there's always one person in your corner that's going to just call you and you know what they want. So, you know, people like I'm used to people calling me and go, hey, B, can you do this for me? Do you know how to do this for me? Do you know how to do? And it's like to the point, it's like you don't want to pick up the phone, but you have to pick it up, right? Yeah. Whenever he calls, I'm just checking up on you, bro. What's up? Yeah. So it became contagious. To me now, I personally That's check up on people, people because yeah. it's like, I'm just calling to make sure you're good. And um, one thing I learned, too, is people ask you how you're doing, right, mm -hmm. a lot. But no one ever asks you, how do you feel? How you feel, yeah. I you mean, know? I'm a cancer, like sun and moon. So, like, I'm feeling all the time. I just cried on the mic. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, I just but cried that's on the mic. Another like. thing is, it's okay. <laughs> the, the thing is, yeah. it's okay because we are human and we have emotion and we have a lot of passion inside of us. It, I, I Even when it comes to um, people in the valley connecting, people in general, and I mm -hmm. think we're broken as humans because of social media, 
my opinion, um, oh. that we're, we don't want to reach out to another human being or we don't want to express how we feel or if we have anxiety or if we have yeah. depression and how do we deal with it. Yeah. When, re when reality, if you talked about these things, you will be helping another human being. Um, piggybacking off what you said about your, your buddy you just lost, um, yeah. uh, RIP for him, Girl. but were there, were there any signs that he was displaying that maybe you or your buddies or someone close to you could have helped him out and helped him prevent it. Absolutely. I think um, this is really tough to talk about. I mean, last time we saw him, Martin and I, he had just gotten out of rehab. And uh, we, you know, he was really struggling. And so <laughs> we, like, went and played music on the street. And that was, like, a really beautiful experience. Like, we went busking. And, like, it was the last time we really spoke to him. I gave him... The rest of my cigarettes, I didn't didn't really smoke. I was just like chain smoking cigarettes the night before. Yeah, and um, I told him that I, I loved his art. I thought his art like showed real like craftsmanship because he had a really heavy hand. And I know that people said that Basquiat had a really heavy hand. Yeah, and it made him an amazing artist. So I just wanted to let him know that. So I think like yeah, we really saw him struggling, but. He was like saying how he was going away. He had to go down to Georgia, you know, to be with family and friends and stuff. So I think the, the thing is just call and check in on your friends, everybody, like for real. Especially if you if they're really your friends. Yeah. You know, one thing I've learned too that people won't check on you because you're not checking on them, and they will be bothered by it. Yeah. Not understanding that. Maybe I'm going through something too. Yeah, that's you ever like, think about that? That's like that's me. Um, yeah, I actually like we talked the other day. I I, I learn when I'm around a person, I learn them mm -hmm. because I want to know them. I want to know if they're key component. Why are you going to be around someone if you're not going to take the time to get to know that person? Yeah. Getting to know a person is not knowing what type of food they like, what type of clothes they like, what type of music the music they like. Getting to know a person is understanding that person. Mm -hmm. So when, when, when Montana comes in here and he's not himself, I would immediately know, yo, what's yeah. going on, bro? Let's talk. And if, and if he goes, oh, I'm good. And if I know that's not usually, like the usual, I'm mm -hmm. going to keep digging in because those are the signs that can show of something, right? Yeah. Well, um, with that being said, I know a few people right now mm -hmm. who um, that usually reach out to me that hasn't. Mm -hmm. And I know that they probably feel as though that there's some tension. But yeah. the thing that gets me upset sometimes is, mm -hmm. what if I'm going through something right now? Yeah, for real. And if you check up on me, you would know that instead of taking things personal. And I think that's what people do over and over. Mm -hmm. So they'll go, I haven't heard from such and such. Oh, it's, it's probably some tension. It's probably a problem. Yeah. But if you know that that person always reached out to you and something changed, don't take it personal. Reach out. For real. It's very, it's very for real, easy. For real. Um, because you never know what someone's going through. Um, but let's, 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 let's move forward a little bit. Yeah, so you. I got one thing to say. What's up? Um, I guess just with the Snowy Montana thing, is, you brought up a very interesting point, is to show how disconnected our society is from like mental health issues and, and just like understanding what to do. I put a song out about suicide, and people listen to it, and yeah. people never talk to me and say, hey, dude, are you okay? Yep. That song gets a f like, um, like almost a thousand plays a week. Wow. And I'm just like, what? Like, how is that? Dis like, I'm good now, and I'm, I'm there and present to be there for other people that yeah. are going through it because I've healed through a lot of that experience. But, like, 
for real like how disconnected of a society are we that like i would like I'm literally put it in music help. like i'm like i'm struggling help that's me. the point of like snow in montana and the first pushing tagalois project bus guts was to be like look like it's okay to be struggling like yeah. and that because people needed to hear that it's just like i wish that people knew how to, to react how to react to that and that's yes. what i'm trying to be able to do and be present for other by people. simply saying i'm help me help me and a lot of people do it a lot of people scream yeah. help help help, it's like, help and no one helps until the person does something drastic and it's, it's so unfortunate and it's just like help help people want help because it's like if you help individuals then you're gonna be helping the society like yeah. then there's going to be movement more outward let me ask you a question right so um or inward when you right, <laughs> right. when you when you put out a song like that right if yeah. it was someone else how can a how can a person help you dude other than listening what just, do you think hit that dm be like yo what's up like how are you feeling how are you feeling yes i love that ask what how are you feeling today it's like because i want to know yeah. how you doing i'm doing okay yeah I'm, I'm all right but how are you feeling yeah I didn't, I, you know, it, it throws people off too because it's a lot like, of people don't get asked that question. Like what? Like, like I, I mean, feel. You want to know how I feel? Oh, Why do you want to know how I yeah. feel? Because I want to make sure you're good and I want to make sure energy is good. Yeah. And I think that um, even again, talking about the topic of depression and anxiety and mm -hmm. suicide, yeah. these type of things should be a normal conversation. And yes. I can, I can say that I've been blessed through this podcast um, to talk to so many dope people yeah. who was willing to express that. And I think yeah, one thing that true. I do here. Yeah, I talk about entrepreneurs. Yeah, I talk about creatives. Yeah, I talk about your music, mm -hmm. your album, anything you're working on, whether it's art, an art show. But I also want to talk about you yeah. because it's also. What's up, y'all? It's Marcos De Leon from MSD Visuals. I'm Khalid Rouse. What's up, y'all? It's Zay Cartier. What up, guys? It's Running to Utopia. And you're listening to the Anti-Social Social Tour Podcast. give the opportunity as a platform for you to um, express yourself and how you're feeling. Yeah. Um, because it can be what I've known now on whatever episode we're on, wow. it can be very therapeutic. It is. To me, as is. well as my guests. And I think that it gives them the voice to reach out to people to say, hey, we need to change yeah. this. We need to talk about this more. We need to check on each other more. Yeah. We need to connect more because we, we are all dealing with a lot of shit. If anybody ever needs to talk like you can hit my DMs. I'll put my Instagram at the end of this. Like, I also noticed something about you um, that I want to ask a question. Mm. You take on a lot of people's problems personally, meaning that if you hear someone's doing, I guess uh, you just take tackle take on a lot for the people. Why is that? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think more people should take responsibility for other people. Why is that? Um, not necessarily for other people, but for what they can change in the world. Take responsibility for yourself and acknowledge your strength and, and what you know you can accomplish. Could it, be, could it be because you know what it feels like to be down and out? Yeah, I know what it feels like, mm -hmm. and I just feel like I want... I'm tired of losing people. Yeah. Um, you, when I first met you, you told me a really, a really great story about like your upbringing and how you traveled around mind sharing that like i know you live oh, in yeah. hawaii and stuff and oh, you yeah. surfed and from surfing you went to skating I, yeah refresh so memory. that I, was a pretty cool story i grew up um first i skateboarded when i was like five but um i got into snowboarding when i was young and i'm grateful for my parents they would like work at the mountain and you know do everything they could to like 
make it as cheap as possible for us to snowboard because it's very expensive. And, you know, I got really good at that. I wanted to be a pro snowboarder. And my sister, she's, like, basically a pro snowboarder now. Really? Yeah, it's fucking Dope. rad. Yeah. So, you know, that's, like, that was what I wanted to do. And then I found music, and that was, like, really a healing experience and healing journey. Um, and it got me more interested in the art and, like, why I do this. Uh, it's a form of self-expression, skateboarding and snowboarding. And um, so then... Uh, when I was older, uh, I decided to go to Hawaii, and that's when I found surfing. And I think surfing is, like, the core of skating and snowboarding. It's, it's really, like, a freedom ex- freedom of expression. You're out in the water. You're connected with nature. And also just, I was working on a farm in Hawaii, and it's probably the most healing place I've ever been or one of them. Um, it's just so green. It gets so much rain, and the ocean's so powerful there. The people are just very kind loving it's it's a culture of family and yeah. community yeah. that when I came back here and that was really when I was cultivating myself as an artist and then to come back here and like kind of feel isolation that's kind of what led to snowy Montana because I was like in this community of like everyone's family like you know Ohana like <laughs> and like to come back here that means nobody left behind nobody, right like, it's like everyone that's what Lilo and Sish says yeah, yes that's like, what I learned it from family, yeah. <laughs> you know like it's it's I fucking love that movie I love Moana too that movie's amazing yeah <laughs> but um yes so that's like I guess having the privilege to travel around kind of gave me perspective of where the valley can be and where where therefore like we can make a serious change in our local community and through art, like really art is, people don't take artists seriously and then artists end up isolating themselves. And it's like, how, well, how is change gonna happen without art? How is change gonna happen with anyone taking initiative to make the change? Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, that part that frustrates you, um, you gotta start letting go because then you're gonna start taking on uh, things internally that you can't control. Oh, I, yeah. I think well, this is a huge problem. Thanks. Yeah. Like, I know. Like, um, for real. It, I, I'm the same way, you know, like briefly kind of what we talked yeah, about earlier. We were talking you know, it's like, about this last night, too. Yeah. It's like you you overextend yourself. And then here we are, like we walk in, you and I today, like, how are you? Like, tired? And like, yeah, we're yeah. tired. Like, because we're trying to make change. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, we one man can't change the world. No, that's right? why we're here together. Exactly. Like, and I, I've been trying to help for a very long time. Yeah. But I've learned to go, you know what, Brandon? That's on that. That's okay. Like earlier we talked yeah. and you were like about what we talked about <laughs> um, and you, you're like, well, why? And I'm like, Hey, I don't know, but I've seen it over and over again. So it kind of helped me mm-hmm. because I've seen it over and over again. So I can, I can help other people. Um, when it comes to situations like this, it's like, well, I know, I know the outcome what the outcome's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, I'm okay with the outcome is going to be. And that's that person that's not willing to extend themselves, um, to a ask for help to b put themselves out there when you're just trying to help that person. I mean, it is just something that we can't control. And once we understand that, we'll be able to heal ourselves and be okay with it. It's really hard to, like, to reach out to somebody and want to help somebody that really isn't present and wanting to help themselves yet, too. Yeah. It's, like, a really hard thing to acknowledge as somebody that wants to help others. Yeah. It's it's crazy. So other than music and um, the band and skating and forming... And being, you're like a free spirit, right? 
try to be maybe yeah. it's like like my aries like placements in my chart but it's like I, maybe i try to show people in the free spirit because i'm like yo like everybody can be doing this but it's it's not such a light thing to yeah. carry it's kind of it's a lot so then who are you who am i yeah everything and nothing <laughs> <laughs> like go deeper in that i want to know i want to know who is derek right yeah, that's that's my birth name. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, that's that's a deep question. Um, so if you're gonna say Derek, Derek was the kid that was raised in Catholic school that okay. was like morphed into a cult. You know what I'm saying? But like, tell me about it. Yeah, um, Catholic school is real intense experience, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, I went through abuse in Catholic school, and like, I kind of kept it under the table. <laughs> like, cause it was a cult. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had ten kids in my fucking grade until I was in eighth grade. Like, wow. Yeah, like it's it's fucked up. Where like, were you born and raised? I was born in Bethlehem, and I was wow. raised. I was raised in Regalsville. Wow. And okay, so you were born and raised Catholic, Catholic Derek, and yeah. um, in this cult. When did you break so, out yeah, of it? I was and, like, I really, honest to God, I I really didn't start breaking out and start thinking until. It's fucked up to say, like, I had um, began experimenting with some psychedelics. Like, I got to be honest about it. Like, it's just I have what I had to do to kind of break, to break the cycles in my mind and to realize, like, who I actually was and my actual capabilities, not who I was told to be and was being, being morphed into being by, by a figure, by, by the church. When of. you say psychedelics, what do you mean? Um, well, like, like really, a, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of mushrooms, uh, psilocybin mushrooms, because they come from the earth, and there's, I, I really want to go to school to be a botanist. What's um, a botanist? Botanist is somebody that, like, scientifically studies plants. Okay. So I want to be an ethnobotanist, so I want to... What's an ethnobotanist? I want to study cultures and their indigenous plants and what they do to help and heal people. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, this may sound a little ignorant, kind of like Resident Evil, when you have to make the um, probably the, I've never the first. Seen the movie. Well, it's a game, so oh, game. It, <laughs> this is my this is this is my way of ignorantly understanding what you're saying. Okay, <laughs> I have no problem with asking questions. So, like in Resident Evil, to make like um, uh, first aid, you can use plants. And yeah, you, that's with what chemicals I'm saying. And it, and like it heals you. So that's pretty. That's yeah. like so. That's the thing is, I think people there's a war on drugs currently because we can't have people thinking for themselves and and there's a war on the wrong drugs you know there's there was a war on marijuana there was a war on psilocybin you know there was a really war on, on what psilocybin mushrooms okay and I, I just feel like these these things and mushrooms are, are psychedelics mushrooms are psychedelics there's, and there's why do they call psychedelics because uh, they like are psychoactive Okay, let's Compounds. go deeper. I want to. I want to know this. Go deeper. Let's go. Go deeper. All right. So, um, I'm a. I was influenced by this man, Terrence McKenna. Who's uh, that? Terrence McKenna was an ethnobotanist, okay. uh, speaker, public speaker, and he would write books about. He basically, him and his brother went down to South America to do ayahuasca, which is like, which is another very strong plant medicine psychedelic and. They ended up just finding a bunch of mushrooms and like tripping out for a bunch of days, and okay. they they came to all these conclusions and so like they began doing like theoretical studies and things based on that, based on psychedelics, because people hadn't really begun doing that yet. These things have been in 
in ancient traditions and cultures forever. Like if you look in Egypt, like people are basically like, oh, Egypt was basically built because of mushrooms or okay. all of these societies are basically like people are tapping into higher energy and people are tapping into the power of the mushroom. So Terence is a is somebody that believes in stoned ape theory. He kind of almost came up with it, I, th I think. Um, it's basically that consciousness of humans developed when humans left the, the forests in Africa, you know, the wooded areas in Africa, to the, to the plains, and they were looking for food. They began eating the mushrooms. Okay. That were, and the mushrooms are what developed language and consciousness and, you know, the beginnings of our society. So it's almost like these things are expanding our brains to, to, be, to, to develop and, you know, become, become more human. And it would make sense that a government would want to keep that from people. Okay. So you, <laughs> so you tried psychedelics? A few times. Okay. What, is it, what, does, it, what does it do to you? Um, me, I think it helps me connect with, like, um, I would say eternal oneness. Like, the, the, con the thread that connects everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and also, I just love to trip and play music with my Does friends. Does it, like, open up your mind? I think it opens up my mind, and it allows me to be present, but it also allows me to do a lot of healing work that I need to do. Okay. It, it makes me present in my suffering and then how to move on from that. Okay. Okay. So, how old are you, am I asking? 24. 24, and you can say that um, you suffered a lot, right? And I mean, for, I will say, like, for a white person, like, I've suffered. I know that's, like, oh really, God, like, messed is. up to say. But, like, I know, like, it's just, like, for, like, in comparison Bruh. to other people's lives. I know you can say that, but, like, I'm being real, man. Like, I'm just trying to be as real as possible. Like, the white experience is not nearly as painful as everybody else's experience. Like, we can front, like, that's the truth. Like, yeah. like that's not the truth. I mean, like. No, it is. Uh, yeah, it so is. that's why I said it. Like. <laughs> so you can say that. Based off of what I gathered, that you've been dealt the unfair share of being a Caucasian person. No, not the unfair share of being a Caucasian person. I've just dealt the unfair share of society. You know, it's really a classist issue in America. You know, that's why it's racist and classist. I just didn't have money since I was 18, and I've been trying to make ends meet since then. And I'm 24. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's going to be some struggle there. Yeah, there's definitely a struggle in life, and you've been doing odd jobs and stuff. I mean, that's one thing I can say, that you're willing to work and you're willing to travel. Yeah. Um, we've had a lot of heart-to-hearts in the past, and um, I know you just recently took a trip to Colorado, right? How was that? Oh, that's amazing. Um, that was... That was just beautiful. Uh, my friend Zach lives out there, and I really needed a break from, from this area just because I was going through some turmoil with some people, my family, and, you know, that's like my second family, my, my real friends. You know, they're like, come out here, chill out, let's smoke some good weed, let's go skate. And that's where I really wrote, wrote the music for this next project. My okay. songs on this next project were out in Colorado. Okay, so you wrote the whole song in Colorado? The whole, I wrote, I'm sorry, I wrote, the whole album, 20 so songs? I wrote, no, I wrote five of the songs in Colorado. I had two of the songs written prior when I was living on a farm in New Jersey um, last year. And then Martin and Race have a bunch of their own songs, and okay. we all just come together. When can we expect this project? Well, I would say within the next few months. Okay, and yeah. it, does it have a name yet? I think it's just going to be called Pushing Tiger Lilies. It's going nice. to be a self-titled album. That's so awesome. Yeah. I, I think that's such a great name. What inspired that name? I didn't Pushing ask. Pushing Tiger Lilies. So it's funny. The, before our first show at the Alternative Gallery, 
Um, like, um, I was looking for a band to play with, and Martin was like, yeah, I think I can do it. And then it was like two days before the show, and I was like, Martin, can you fucking do this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like thinking it was just going to be Martin and I. He's like, I think Race, you know, Race lives up the street. I think Race can, uh, Race can play with us. And I'm like, fuck yeah, like we could use a bass player. Race comes up, and he's hyped. Race has been plotting this shit since he was five. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Race is the leader here. Like, Race gets shit done. Like, so, so Race is like, all right, I got a name, Pushing Tiger Lilies. Basically, the, the concept is Tiger Lilies are flowers, you know? And we're pushing, we're pushing. Like, you know, people say pushing daisies or whatever. You yeah. Know, but also, it's kind of like pushing forward a, a more, like, a feminine, like, divine, like... Um, future, you know, that's kind of the, the concept of pushing Tiger Lilies. So, like, you know, Race just showed up and was like, yo, pushing Tiger Lilies, we made stickers, we made the logo, we practiced, and we had our first show in two I days. don't have a sticker. Oh, we're making stickers, you'll get them. Okay. We'll get you a shirt, too. Ooh. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I think, I think, like, yeah, it's just, it's just such a blessing to have have friends in your life that that are willing to be on a coinciding path with you yeah so can you is it safe to say that music um is freeing for you healing free it's healing as well as psychedelics all combined with friends i'm just yeah it's it's just um i want people to i want people and everybody to start taking their healing seriously i think we wouldn't have a, a sick society if as like individuals, like we wouldn't have COVID problems. We wouldn't have like as much mental health problems if we put more focus on caring for individuals and self-care. Yeah. What are some of your tips for self-care? Oh, wow. Um, self-care, you know, take some deep breaths. <laughs> for real, take some deep breaths. Listen to your favorite album. Um, play some music. Learn an instrument. Learn a new language. Make, what about tell yourself art. you're amazing? Tell yourself you're beautiful. Tell yeah. yourself you're that fucking bitch. Like, yeah. for real. <laughs> okay. Um, question. Um, do you suffer with anxiety? Uh, yeah, for sure. I can't tell. You can't tell? I was being sarcastic. Oh, I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you deal with it? How do I deal with it? Um, I play music, man. Okay. And that's <laughs> kind of help. That helps it out. You know, I've learned yeah. throughout. I've I've learned so much throughout this podcast. I've learned that so many people do so many things to yeah. help with their anxiety, like playing music, like singing, like um, dancing, yeah. um, uh, fighting, but like you know, like with the bean bag, well, you know, the punching bag rather. There's so many uh, different activities people do to help with the anxiety. Do you think anxiety is a normal thing? Um, no, because I don't think society is a normal thing. I think society is so far drawn from. I think society's so far drawn from like our human roots. Yeah. Like we should be like living with the land. Like it, it breaks my heart to be like walking down the the Easton Canal path and see like a city of Easton, like huge piece of plastic. It says city of Easton just hanging in a tree that's been there for like years, just killing a tree. Like yeah. we are so far removed from society because of what white settlers thought society should be. Like on some real shit. Let's fucking like return to the roots of humanity, like, yeah. and start taking care of earth and people, because I'm fucking tired of just everybody being hurt. Well, like, now it takes your generation is, like, and the generation under you to have this passion to want to change, to start making the change. 
Even though one man can change the world, one man can help change the world. And I think as long as you continue to do your part, it will become contagious. Um, when it comes to anxiety, I do believe that everyone suffers from some form of anxiety. Yeah, I'm not denying and normalizing anxiety it. at all. Yeah, I'm I know. Just, um, and normalizing have it, it like, <laughs> is the number one thing. That's why I like to talk about so many different deep things on this podcast because it needs to be heard. We, 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 I don't know how we got a good following on it. Because it looks so professional. <laughs> it looks so legit. It's um, like, what's the social tour? Wow, you guys have been doing this for how long? Like, I mean, it looks, yeah, it looks it's way, only been a year and a half. Yeah, for real. Um, but I think that because we are talking about the things that people want to hear us talk about, mm-hmm. um, it's very authentic, and I want to get to know what's in another person's mind. And unfortunately, society doesn't really care what other people think because we're so full of ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to be. We're, we're all famous on Instagram, oh, right? It's oh. just that this is what we are. Whenever every it. time we walk out the out the house, people are taking pictures of us, right? That's kind of what <laughs> they make it feel like. But there's a real side of this world um, where people like yourself and myself. Or just like us, so I think oh, that's what draw people this to this why podcast. I love live performing because you know? it's like, let's cut the bullshit. Like, what can you do in front of me? Like, and connect. Yeah, like you connected at um the grand opening. <laughs> yeah, it's it funny. Like, it's funny because I'm not. I was not nearly as good as a musician and as art an artist as I am right now. So like, people really reacted to that, and like now we're like an actual band. Like, how did we that make not, you feel? You guys wasn't wait. That we, was just like you guys. That was just a, off each that other? was a week after we started. Really? That was only our second week as a band. That was really so good. Now, so now we're like a real band. We've been practicing a lot. Like, you know? Like, mm. it feels legit. So just imagine what it's like now. That's what I'm saying. That's why I really want to get out and do live shows. And I want to, like, just be like, start jamming and be like, hey, everybody in the Valley, come fucking get on the mic. Like, well, I, I want to jam with more artists. And I think you should start somewhere by just doing it and not worrying about who's going to come. Yeah, kind of like I do here. True. Only the people who should be here. I say it all the time. Only yeah. people who should be here will be here. Yeah. I'm not offering free coffee, you know, uh, true. I, you know, there's no incentive, uh, <laughs> um, but people who come will always be here. And that's just that those who belong. Yeah, um, so where can we find you? Follow me at pushing tiger lilies on Instagram for real. That's the spot, you know, pushing tiger lilies on SoundCloud music's on Apple music, Spotify, all the goods search pushing tiger lilies. Also you can search snowy Montana on like, all those platforms too and also Focasm that's Martin's shit check it out fucking amazing um check out Amani's music awesome definitely shit. one more thing if you had one piece of advice to the listeners what would it be um my advice would be to hmm just really get in touch with yourself and don't put out more than you absorb or put out more than you absorb. So don't, don't be taking so much influence from everything you're seeing. Create, you know, create more than you're intaking. All right, Montana, it's been great as always. Thanks for coming. Thank you.